This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Good morning, you're listening to The Morning Run, 8.38 right now. I'm Melissa Idris with Joyce Go. Now, the Education Minister, Dr. Mazli Malik's decision to accept the post of President of uh, International Islamic University, or IIUM, has drawn flak from both sides of the political divide. So both Barisan National and Pakatan Harapan parties, not to mention civil society organisations as well, they're all urging him to reject his new appointment. They're claiming his appointment contradicts his commitment to liberate universities from political interference. Now, joining us on the line to help give some insight into this issue, we have Professor Dr. Faisal Haziz. Um, he is the exco with Mal- the Malaysian Academic Movement, or GERA, and he's also an associate professor at the Institute of uh, Malaysian and International Studies at UKM, or University Bang- Kabangsa and Malaysia. Good morning, Dr. Faisal. Thank you for taking our call. I'd like to begin with uh, a better understanding of the role of the IIUM president and these claims of conflicts of interest. C- can you tell us what your take on this is? Well, there is a genuine concern that the Minister of Education, uh, who is also now IUUM uh, president, uh, might have a conflict of interest when it comes to, say, budget allocation, research funding, you know, and other matters related to public universities. Uh, naturally, you want your university to excel, hence you might do whatever it takes to achieve that, especially when you are the most powerful man in Malaysian higher education. Now, Plus, Dr. Mazli's reputation as Minister of Education might be at stake if IUM does not do well. So there is genuine uh, concern of, of a conflict of interest there. But let's say Dr. Mazli can you know, remain professional and execute his role as Minister of Education and IUM President fairly. But what about future education ministers? I mean, to me, the real issue here is not so much of conflict of interest. It is a matter of putting a stop to political appointments in public universities. Uh, well, Dr. Mazli himself used this rationale in terminating the service of uh, five public university chairmen a couple of weeks ago. Um, and there should not be any exception to this policy. Uh, even how noble the end is, you can't justify the means. Uh, putting a stop to political appointments in public universities is crucial in bringing back um, academic uh, freedom to Malaysia. And, and another point, yeah, in defense of Dr. Mazli's uh, appointment as uh, IUM president, uh, one Saiful, who is the Minister of Education Special Advisor, said Mazli is the right person to bring IIUM back to his international glory. Right. Well, I think Mazli has the potential to bring all 20 public universities <laughs> and more than 400 private universities and colleges in Malaysia to international glory. So does that mean he has to become chairman to all of these universities? Right. Of course not. I mean, so this argument is flawed. As Minister of Education, Dr. Mazli, along with you know, other key stakeholders, uh, needs to lay down a grand plan that will help our universities to become more vibrant, excellent and progressive. And after all, he's the Minister of Education of Malaysia, not IUM. Well, Dr. Faisal, is the role of president of a public university a non-executive position? I mean, do they have a say in how a university is run? So, uh, in the case of IU, and the president is the highest ranking officer uh, in, in the university management. Uh, he basically chairs the board of governors that formulate policies and monitor the overall management of the universities. Uh, but uh, IEM is slightly different uh, compared to the other public universities in Malaysia. 
So in public universities, IUM president is quite similar to the chairman of university board of directors. Right. Uh, so although IUM president is the highest ranking officer, he does not have um, executive powers. Executive powers are in the hand of rector, uh, who is equivalent to vice chancellor in public universities. So rector oversees the daily operations of uh, IUM, while president sets uh, the directions of the university. The, and, and in view of this push for uh, university autonomy, I think increasingly in the future, uh, presidents or chairman of uh, university board will play a very important role, although it's a non-executive uh, position. Well, Dr. Faisal, you mentioned Wan Saiful's statement a little bit earlier. Now, he did come to the defence of, of his friend, I'm sure, um, Dr. Mas, saying Dr. Masli's appointment was made by the Sultan of Pahang. Now, I'm just wondering, does that leave no wiggle room for Dr. Masli? Well, I think he can politely uh, uh, decline the, the appointment. Uh, you know, uh, and, and he needs to explain to, uh, you know, to... Uh, the head of, uh, I think uh, it's been called constitutional head of IUM, mm-hmm. the Sultan of Pahang, that uh, it is uh, you know, prerogative on his part to decline this offer because uh, you know, his uh, goal of achieving academic freedom, so on and so forth. I think if he explained it uh, clearly to, to the Sultan, I think that should not be a problem. I mean, uh, Please don't use that as as an excuse to accept the appointment. Uh, you you can I mean you can say no. Right, and have you seen anything uh, come up from uh, officially come up from the Ministry of Education? I, I haven't seen anything. Have you seen whether Dr. Masli has come up with a statement on this? No, not not not, not yet. Apart from one Saiful's uh, statement, uh, nothing coming from uh, uh, the minister himself. Uh, Dr. Faisal, we know that the past IIUM presidents were also politicians. Uh, Tun Hussein On in the 80s. We have Dato Sri Anwar Ibrahim in the 90s. Also, the most recent was Tan Sri Raya's Yatim. So, is this just yeah. keeping with the way things have always been done? I mean, does that rationale still hold? Actually, if you look at all the uh, past IUM presidents, all of them actually uh, were politicians, except for Tan Sri Tidi uh, Hassan. Um, but most of them were retired politicians, uh, maybe except for Anwar and Najib, who were education minister when they were appointed IUM president. Now, but this tradition, this tradition can be used to legitimize Dr. Mas' disappointment because it happened during the energy. You know, in fact, Anwar and Najib's appointment took place during the height of authoritarian rule in in Malaysia, and paradoxically, it was under Tun Mahathir's leadership. So in, in your push for this new Malaysia, IUUM president uh, and chairman of all public universities for that matter should be non-partisan, independent-minded, visionary and accountable. I mean, you can't use that as an excuse just because you have ministers of education as IUM president. But like I said earlier, we need to make a stop to political appointment in public universities with no exception. Well, speaking about doing things differently in Malaysia, Baru, I'd like to take a look at the portfolio of the Education Ministry because, you know, you have to admit, Dr. Faisal, it is a huge one, not just, yeah. I believe, uh, the Education Ministry, but now it's combined with higher education. Yeah. If we could just focus on that higher education part, do you think that the minister has gotten his priorities right? He's, he's been in office 111 days mm. now. Yeah, I think this is uh, some of the frustrations that... Uh, Academics, including uh, CSOs like Gera, uh, is feeling that you know after more than uh, three months, uh, there's no substantial uh, 
policies on the part of the ministry in terms of reforming higher education. Uh, so this is where, um, you know, we, we do think that there is a need to have some sort of intervention in terms of bringing out uh, academic reform. Uh, so this is why uh, in Gerak's 10-point uh, uh, statement, uh, we propose actually for the setting up of a high-level university reform committee uh, with a clear mandate to operate independently for all public universities. Uh, just like uh, you know, the electoral reform committee that has been set up recently, I think there is a need to also set up a uh, university reform committee that, that should be tasked to look into all types of reforms that are needed for public universities. Uh, in order to achieve academic freedom and autonomy, which are these two things are key foundations to uh, academic excellence. Now, because other than that, uh, I think the only uh, uh, significant uh, announcements on the part of the minister is basically you know, his call for uh, the opening up of uh, forum uh, in, in public universities and also the review for, for AUKU. I think what we need now is a clear plan uh, what we need to do, uh, short-term and long-term reform that need to be done, and, and how we're going to achieve that. Thank you so much for sharing your thoughts with us this morning. That was Professor Dr. Faisal Hazis, Associate Professor at University Kebangsaan Malaysia, also an exco with the Malaysian Academic Movement, or better known as GERA. Now, up next, we're going to take a closer look at more Pakatan Harapan government policies, including the HSR project and minimum wage. Stay tuned. BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.